1: This episode of the OFNT podcast, I cover tech news, the wacky world of entertainment, and have some podcasting news. So let's do it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT podcast. O-F-N-T stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer. And the new tech, at least to me, is this podcast. I hope you are doing well and having a great weekend. Before we start, let me advise you that I'm using some new items in my audio chain, namely a Behringer Ultra Game Pro Mic preamplifier That's a mouthful. And a Behringer Composer, which is a noise gate and compressor. I apologize in advance for any audio problems as I am fiddling around with the settings. And then it was Korea. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said Monday that Americans should avoid all non-essential travel to South Korea due to the coronavirus outbreak. South Korea reported 60 new cases of the virus, bringing the total number of infected patients in the country to 893. They're going for a 1,000, folks. The above was reported by Reuters. Flight cancellations are probably coming, and the news out of the epicenter of the viral outbreak, China, has been very quiet lately. Literally nothing. What's up with that? Oh, How's that road and belt initiative going now, quote, partners? It's a superhighway for the coronavirus, a highway to hell besides debt. On that note, Washington state has reported this country's first death from the coronavirus. So it begins. I have to apologize uh, for the bad edit, which cut off some of a couple of items towards the end of last week's episode. I kind of rushed it out, and I paid the price. I need a team like the big boys have. Also, I claimed Reebok had a new streaming service. I meant Redbox, duh. Then again, Reebok should have a sports streaming channel. Hit me up, Reebok. I have vision. Politics. Feel the burn. Really? A communist for president? He promises free stuff. More government in our life. Please think about this, people of the United States. Let's get some tech news in. Headline. TSA halts employees from using TikTok for social media posts. This from ABC News. The Transportation Security Administration says it won't allow employees to use the China-owned app TikTok to create media posts for the agency, after the Senate's top Democrat raised concerns about national security issues. New York Senator Chuck Schumer sent a letter Saturday to TSA administrator David Bukowski months after news reports that the U.S. government launched a national security review of the app, which is popular with millions of teens and young adults. Schumer also cited a DHS policy prohibiting TikTok on agency devices. Honestly, I'm not a fan of Senator Schumer, but he is usually bang on when it comes to security issues, especially when it concerns the Department of Homeland Security. All social media should be banned amongst DHS employees when it comes to their job. Next, from the Washington Post, Mad Mike Hughes, who wanted to prove the Flat Earth theory, dies in a homemade rocket disaster. Well... The flat earth theory is preposterous, and this guy was hoping to prove that we live on a flat disk. It's amazing to me that seemingly intelligent people believe in this. Hopefully, this will put a damper on this whole movement. Rest in peace, Mad Mike. South Korea companies prepare for the worst after Samsung coronavirus case. This according to the Straits Times. Samsung Electronics, LG Electronics, and other companies in South Korea are taking precautions against the coronavirus after a rising number of cases in the country, including the infection of a Samsung employee at a local production facility. The country's largest technology company shut down operations at a plant in Gumi City, which is located outside of hard-hit Taegu, over the weekend after an employee tested positive for the virus. So much for the advantage Samsung supposedly had over Apple and other competitors, as I reported last week. Coronavirus, the gift that keeps on giving. I hear it goes great with a slice of lime. This from Android Authority. Private WhatsApp chats are easily discovered through Google and other search engines. It seems a bug in WhatsApp allowed search engines to index so-called private chats which exposed the conversations to the world. The Google bug has been fixed, but as of now, other search engines are still showing these chats. I've said it many times, switch to Telegram or Signal if you want privacy. You kids just don't listen. This next item came up on my tech feed, so I thought I'd share it with you. From MSM, MSN, excuse me. Here's how to properly store your cannabis stash. That's the headline. What's coming up next? How to hide your heroin from those pesky authorities? No global digital tax by the end of 2020 would mean chaos, according to the French foreign minister, as reported by Reuters. Ha, maybe for France and their anemic economy, they have to offset the tariffs on wine and cheese somehow. Stop using US tech firms, US tech firms as your personal ATM, why don't you? You and just about all of Western Europe never have found a tax you guys didn't like. Apple branded leather cases for the iPhone 11 are still on sale at amazon.com. I picked up one one for my new 11 Pro Max for $35 last week and now they are selling for $36. Still a nice discount from the $49 you'll pay if you buy them from Apple. From Gizmodo, Amazon warns sellers not to gouge users on face masks as prices skyrocket on coronavirus fears. Well, you knew this was going to happen. Prices have tripled since the outbreak, and Amazon's third-party marketplace has been flooded with dubious products claiming to protect against or kill the virus, prompting the Better Business Bureau to issue a warning to consumers to watch out for low-quality or counterfeit masks. I placed an order for protective masks with Amazon back on the 4th of February and was given a delivery date of between February 26th and March 30th. The masks have been shipped from China, of all places, on February 6th, but that's all the info available as of the 25th. I wonder if the masks will come pre-installed with coronavirus. Co-workers who have relatives which work in the healthcare industry are saying hospitals are running short on the supply of masks and their suppliers expect delays in new orders of them. I'm afraid the spread of this virus has just started and we in this country will be hit hard. I base my opinion on the way China handled the outbreak at first and the way this administration handled it in the beginning. Afraid of pissing off the airline industry, the country delayed cutting off the source and is still doing it. Over 60 nations have put restrictions on flights from Korea, but not the U.S. We are not even screening passengers from that country. It makes me wonder. iPhone 12 fears grow as Apple insiders issue new warnings, reads the headline from Forbes.com. Other news organizations are covering this, too. To sum up these articles, a delay of up to two months is going to be experienced. This is because the coronavirus outbreak has closed the Chinese factories responsible for the early prototype work and are supposed to be closed until at least the end of February, according to Reuters. Analysts are predicting that Apple's supply chain will be unable to... Hit full capacity until June with the iPhone 9 delayed until July and the 12 delayed past the holiday season. Not good news. In my very uneducated opinion, this will cause the company's concern to rush production, which will result in quality control issues. My decision to buy an iPhone 11 seems to be paying off. Speaking of the iPhone 11, here is my experience buying one. So this is this is going to go down as a story time. Another trip to the Apple store. My lovely wife suggested that I upgrade my phone in honor of our 30th wedding anniversary, which will be which we will be celebrating on March 16th. At first, I was hesitant because the tennis max I was rocking was still going strong. The more I thought on, on this, though, the more sense it made. Rumors have it that the iPhone 12 will be a complete redesign, for, and from my experience, you never jump on board the first iteration of a new design. I did, I did just that with the 2016 MacBook Pro, and the keyboard on that left a lot to be desired. It reminded me of the Tandy Radio Shack TRS-80 Color Computer 2, which was from ancient times. Google it, and you'll see what I mean. The second reason was the ongoing coronavirus epidemic. At best, the iPhone 12 will be delayed, and if not, it will be rushed out, so who knows how much quality will suffer. It's true that I'll be missing out on 5G, but as of now, that's not really a big deal. So with this new and brilliant insight, to me anyway, in tow, my wife and I took a ride to our favorite Apple store. It was on early it was an early Thursday afternoon and the store wasn't crowded as previous excursions but still a lot of people were mucking about. After checking in, I was told that I was number 3 on the list. About 20 minutes later, I was waited on by the same gentleman who served my wife back in November. To his credit, he advised me to just wait until September for the new and hopefully improved iPhone 12. I politely declined not telling him of my reasons, and he didn't ask. In previous episodes, I stated I would be going for the smaller version, but yet again, I chickened out. Maybe next time. I just can't bring myself to go for the smaller size for some reason. I received $500 for my 10S Max with trade-in and after a few minutes was deposited deposited with new phone into the setup area where the Wi-Fi was as dreadfully slow as it was when my wife upgraded her phone. I guess the size of the crowd has no bearing on the speed because there was a lot less people in the store than last time. After 20 more minutes, I was good to go and slipped my old Nomad Leather tennis Max case onto my new purchase. It fit but blocked one of the three camera lenses on the back, and the buttons on the side didn't line up quite right, but the phone was still usable. This would be, a temporary, this would be temporary because uh, during my initial wait, I had ordered an Apple Leather case on Amazon for $35, which compared to the $49 Apple charges is a bargain. I've previously sang the praises of Nomad's offering in the past, but they also charge $49 and, you know, money talks. The case uh, arrived the next morning. How do I like my new toy? It's not much different than my old phone, but it is faster and the cameras are a definite upgrade. Battery life, which was great on the 10s Max, is even better on the 11 Pro. To be honest... If the regular iPhone 11 had an LED screen instead of an LCD screen, I would have went for that. Yes, I can tell the difference, and I prefer the LED panel. And now, folks, it's time for that wacky world of entertainment. From that bastion of quality journalism, CNN, Rihanna calls for, quote, unity to fix this world, Unquote. Upon receiving the President's Award for her groundbreaking career as an artist and musician, but has also distinguished herself as a stellar public servant. I don't know who came up with that, but my advice, well, she can retire. That would make a good start towards fixing what's wrong with this world. Uh, Only kidding. Just lighten up. No, I'm not really kidding. The Los Angeles Times reports that fans across the country are mourning the loss of the rapper Pop Smoke. Well, this young man just had to post to social media, media, not only his location, but pictures of himself with stacks of money as large as his head. This was very tempting to some local criminals who not only robbed him of his worldly goods, but also took his life. Again, I choose to steal what you choose to show. There is also a rumor that this incident might have been gang related. Hopefully a lesson to all. Next, the Leader Post reports that Cardi B... Shit, I'm not even going to read this. Can can everyone just ignore this foul-mouthed, built-by-plastic surgeon's attention whore? Just let her fade away, please. I mean, I'm including this next item from azcentral.com in the entertainment news section, though it's not that type of story. It's entertaining to me, though. Headline... Arizona Congressional candidate Suspends Campaign After Heroin Overdose Michael Savage brought up the idea on one of his podcast episodes last week of mandatory drug testing for elected officials. I think he's on to something. Just about all government employees, including military, have mandatory drug testing, so why not our elected officials? They are the government, so why are they exempt? I am subject to drug testing, as are many non-governmental workers. Perhaps this explains why the irrational behavior and statements that are coming from our representatives seemingly on a daily basis occur. I think they should be drug tested like everybody else. From Deadline.com, Hulu has landed exclusive U.S. streaming rights to Parasite the South Korean film that made Oscar history as the first foreign language film to win Best Picture. In the deal with Studio Neon, the film will be available for streaming on Hulu beginning Wednesday, April 8th. This is good news, as long as it's included with your paid Hulu subscription. It sure beats renting it. This from ABC News paramount Halt's mission impossible part seven shoot over coronavirus the movie which had been scheduled to shoot for three days in venice italy was halted after more than 200 people have tested positive for the virus in italy the largest number outside of asia i don't know if it's common knowledge but italy hosts a large contingent of chinese who primarily primarily work luxury goods manufacturing That's how the status symbol brands have maintained the made in Italy and not in China cheap labor bonanza. They just imported the cheap labor through contracts with Chinese manufacturing companies. I guess you can't have your cake and eat it too. I'm hearing this movie was heavily financed by Chinese investors, so I hope that not too much of the shooting was done where the money has come from. Next, from MSN Entertainment, authors who hated the film adaptations of their books. Stephen King hated the film version of The Shining, probably because it was better than his book. Anthony Burgess, author of A Clockwork Orange, hated his movie based on his book. I I agree with the author. The book was much better. Clive Cussler was not a fan of the movie adaptation of Sahara. Again, I agree with the author. The characters were miscast, and I actually fell asleep in the movie theater, not even halfway through this flop. There were others on the list, but I hadn't read those novels. Okay, here's a short words of impact. Vietnamese saying, don't listen to what the communists say, watch what they do. Example. Chinese government says coronavirus has plateaued. It's under control. Go back to work. Chinese government do cancel all Communist Party meetings. Of course, government can be substituted for communist. Let's move into some podcast stuff. A podcast I've just started listening to is Overnight Underground News Blip hosted by John Ford. The host delivers the curated news items in a snarky and entertaining manner. A must-listen. I had an idea for a similar type of show, but it would be deeper underground from news sources not commonly referenced. Stay tuned. National Lampoon's Radio Hour, the podcast, still gets a big thumbs-down from me. I couldn't even get through a quarter of the latest episode. Horrible humor. Production is still great, though. This from Essence.com. They report that Oprah Winfrey's iconic talk show will now be available as a podcast. The new podcast, set to launch March March 3rd, will give Winfrey lovers access to 25 years worth of episodes of her hit rated show. The show ran from 1986 to 2011. With over 4,500 episodes in the vault, The podcast will release 10 episodes each week. I realized that I was never her intended audience, but I did watch a couple of these shows way back when she was the first to rise to fame with the men are terrible shtick and had quite the following amongst stay at home people, including my mother, who thinks to this day that Oprah could do no wrong. My mom still quotes Oprah to my chagrin. I can imagine the board meeting that led to the decision to release this so-called podcast. Oprah, this podcast thing seems to be catching on. How can I capitalize on this? Should I start my own? See what I did there? Own Oprah Winfrey Network. I'm so smart. Board member. Great one, oh. No, we can just repackage your old talk show audio and bring in advertising up the yin yang and make a killing. You won't have to do a thing. Oprah. This is good. I always like you, Ken. You're my top guy. Board member. The name is Marcus, and I'm transgender. Oprah. Whatever, Maurice. Oh, I support all your life's decisions, too. It's time for my massage, so I'll check you later. This from allaccess.com Edison Research debuts top 10 podcast ranker with Joe Rogan on top. Man, that Joe Rogan, he's king, at least in the world of podcasting. Well, he slogged away for a while before his his ascendancy, so props to him. He got the idea for a podcast from Anthony Cumia, late of the Opie Opie and Anthony show. He constructed a studio in his basement and used the video service PalTalk to broadcast drunken karaoke and other irrelevant but hilarious stuff. I used to watch Anthony's Live from the Compound, as it was known, whenever I could, and I'm currently a subscriber to his Compound Media streaming network. As of late, I find Compound Media somewhat diminished with the same guest recycled over the network's multiple shows. I'll probably, probably be dropping my subscription come this summer. As for the Joe Rogan experience, I don't listen to it much. The last full episode I listened to was the one featuring the traitor Edward Snowden back in October. That convinced me that he was no hero, just a narcissist, just a narcissistic man who craves attention and has escaped justice, at least for now. Enjoy the long winters, comrade. And learn how to properly use a noise gate and let me know how to do it, too, with all that time you have on your hands. Maybe if Bernie Sanders gets to be president, you can come back to the U.S. as his advisor on security matters. matters. I'm sorry about that. I guess I should get back to the topic. I find myself watching video clips of Rogan's podcast on YouTube more than listening to his full podcasts. Though he had a great head start because of his exposure from stand-up comedy and television, he built his own show from scratch and is not backed by any legacy media company. So good for him. All right. Now I'm going to go over some stuff that got cut off last week. Uh, To sum up what was cut off in last week's disastrous podcast edit, Blueberry and other podcast hosts can lose their bread and butter quickly to this seemingly unstoppable tide of large corporate profit generating companies which have moved into the podcasting realm lately with remarkable speed. These entities have no need for hosts. They can host their own podcasts themselves with the huge resource sources they weld. Normal people who are interested in starting podcasts will be put off by this wave of legacy media who have teams of writers researchers, studio engineers and editors, program directors with access to top flight studios equipped with the latest and best stuff and proven on air talent to use them. What niche can a independent podcaster possibly find to compete with this juggernaut? The so-called old timers of podcasting have opinions that are split and whether the formation of the Podcast Academy and its Golden Microphone Awards are good for the community. My opinion is that there will be there will still be independent shows out there, but with a greatly reduced chance of making it to the so-called big time. The shows that have a chance will be snapped up by these large production companies and we'll find ourselves doomed by what they think will make the most money. Regulation will become mandatory because of the money involved, which will follow the current regulations applied to over-the-air radio stations, and everything will be homogenized to comply. This will further drive out independent podcasters, in my opinion. I'll use an old military joke to describe they. When you retire, you are flown to Washington, D.C., and you get to meet they. You know who they is. They said to do this. They said you can't do that. Then they takes you to a special room at headquarters and shows you the big picture. You know, the one they always accused you of not seeing. After that, they present you with your retirement certificate and and they escort you out to a helicopter where you finally meet the mythical regular crew chief and you're taken home. The last bit of that was an Air Force insider joke. Every time you dealt with an aircraft crew chief and needed answers, you were always told by them, I'm not the regular crew chief. No one ever is the regular crew chief. Until you retire, that is. A podcast I highly recommend that is covering the coronavirus in a non-political way is the Savage Nation podcast. Hosted by Dr. Michael Savage, who has a degree in pandemics and presented and is presented in a no-frills manner. He does delve into politics also and has some decisive, uh, divisive opinions, so be forewarned. It's a great listen, though, so check it out. And now it's time for my rant. They're smiling in your face all the time they want to take your place. The backstabbers. Backstabbers. Yes, everyone runs into this type of person, and lately I've been the victim of a concerted effort by a couple of them at work. One does it to get overtime, and one does it because he's just a jug-headed mouth that loves to hear himself talk. My philosophy is, if it doesn't affect me, I don't care. You do what you want to, just leave me out of it. All I want is to be left alone, but certain people just can't do that. They are curious about what you do and have to make an embellished report or accusation about you to a superior who they deem would be interested or be able to reward them. They all make the mistake eventually. They all make a mistake eventually, and that leads to their downfall. As the old saying goes, every dog has its day, and sometimes too. Here's another one for you. Don't hit your wagon to just one star, meaning when that star crashes, so will your wagon. Well, another episode is done. If you are so inclined, contact me at OFNTpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me how much this podcast sucks and suggest how I can improve it, like using a compressor and a noise gate. Rest in peace, Clive Cussler. Maybe one day they will make a great movie out of one of your books. Prepare for, at the very least, disruption from this coronavirus outbreak. Again, don't listen to what the government says. Watch what they do. Be safe. See you next week. Now get off my lawn. Take care, folks. Amen.